Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, hi everyone. Welcome to Talia's Motivation. I'm Talia, and today's episode is all about having confidence in the gym. And I'm so excited to have my very first guest, Becca, here. So, Becca, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hey guys. My name is Becca Fadler. Um, I actually am 22 years old. And I wrote a social media page just about fitness, uh, mental health, physical health and wellness, confidence in the gym. Uh, I'm actually a grad student at Texas State University, um, Eat 'em Up. So that's uh, pretty much me in a nutshell. I mean, I have a dog. His name is Bandit. He's really cute. But yeah, that's me. Okay, so we're really excited. We're just going to jump right into it. So first, where did your journey, when did your journey start in the gym? And how did you kind of get into it? Yeah, so I actually have been pretty active most of my life. Um, I was always really active in sports in high school. So going to college is kind of like that weird, like, oh, I'm used to having practice every day. What do I do now? Um, so I actually ended up like bumping into this guy who was part of the powerlifting team at the school I went to for my undergrad. And he kind of like encouraged me. He was like, you know, you seem like the right fit for it. You're just like, your body's built like a certain way, which was kind of a little off-putting because it was a guy telling me what my body looked like. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But I was like, I'll go with it. You know, it's a new place. I just, I wanted to do something besides run because, you know, that was like all I did for track or cross country. So I was like, something different that might make my body look a little different. I was honestly a late bloomer. So I had no curves or anything when I went to my, when I got into like my undergrad. So I was kind of like paper, like I had no curves or anything. So he was just like, why don't you just try it? So I ended up powerlifting probably for like nine months, I think with him and a few other people and just working with them, I was kind of able to get to know different machines and everything. I worked out at the recreation facility at like at my college. Um, so, cause obviously you pay for for tuition. So I didn't have to get a gym membership somewhere. Um, but that's kind of like how I got started into like fitness and like weightlifting and stuff and just going to the gym. And it just kind of became an outlet for me through them. Yeah. That's so cool. Especially that he approached you. I was actually going to ask you in one of the questions, like how you got familiar with the gym equipment so that's an awesome way to like get into it because I feel like just the fact of how like big gyms are and how many random pieces of equipment there are and the machinery that people are so unfamiliar with can be really scary at first. So that's awesome that you had someone like guiding you through that, even though it might not have been like everything and just like the lifting. But yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I actually worked at that gym afterwards like a year or so later and it's something that's actually really common is I feel like some people are scared to like ask for help at like a front desk at a gym or a recreation facility but it's honestly a really common thing like it's something that people shouldn't be scared of but I mean I've been there too like I'm kind of like oh I don't want to go and ask like I actually just started going to the rec here at Texas State and I was like oh this is so awkward but I mean, I'm going to be even more awkward if I don't ask and like, just be like, Hey, so where is everything? Like the recreation here, I'd never been. And it was, it's honestly really big, a lot bigger than the school, than the recreation center that I used to go to. So I was like, where is everything? Especially because of COVID, you know, everything is super spread out and it's kind of like, everything looks really weird. So 
the people are honestly really nice and nine times out of ten if you're like can you like just give me a tour of like where everything is like people are gonna be so willing to like just show you around because they want you to be comfortable at the gym yeah exactly and I feel like it's such like a preconceived idea that like because you'll see people posting on social media in the gym but it's like no one ever posts how they started and so people are just like okay and they don't really know what to do um how did you like did you go with someone your first time like once you started going alone without the trainer I'm trying to think um my freshman year so as a okay this is like way throwback I actually was a cheerleader at my undergrad where I got my undergrad at for like two weeks and then I quit and it's like a long story. Um, I'm not a quitter, but the coach just really rubbed me the wrong way and I'm not someone to really take someone talking so negatively towards others to make themselves feel better. So I ended up quitting the team. So I'd gone to the gym a few times and my roommate at the time was a cheerleader still. So I would go whenever they had practice. So I actually, now that you said, yeah, I definitely did start going with someone who is like willing to work out or willing to at least go and like walk on the treadmill or just like do elliptical or stair stepper. So I definitely did start out going with people. And when I started getting more comfortable of like going and kind of being like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Kind of like planning out my workouts before I went, it was like for me, that's the one thing that gives me so much more confidence at the gym is if I already know what I'm doing before I get there, like I don't have to worry about it. So if I know what I'm doing, I know where the thing that where the equipment is, you know, even if like someone's using it, you can always skip to the next. You're not wondering and worrying like, okay, what do I do next? Yeah. Like next for my workout. And like you're just looking around and you're like, but I don't want to look like silly standing here. Cause I mean, unfortunately like some people do feel like that and it's like it's not something to be to feel silly about it's it's just life and like sometimes you can't get your workout done or maybe you don't follow a specific program you just go in and do it but for me following a specific program definitely has helped and I think the only reason I was able to stop going without somebody else was because going to the gym became an outlet for me I like struggle with depression and anxiety and especially being in college like even then in high school, like I'm sure, you know, like school is hard. Like, and there's a lot of things that like is expected of you. And, you know, if you don't meet those expectations, people kind of look down upon you. So for me, it came, it became an outlet for me to just go. And like, it was the one thing that I could control in a situation, in situations that I had no control over. So day where it was like, this went wrong and this went wrong and this went wrong. I could be like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and control the one thing that I know I can. Yes. I love that. I agree with that. Like since I started getting back into working out and I really started working out over quarantine, Mm -hmm. um, but it really just like starts your day. So great. I normally work out in the mornings and it's just like a release. Like you feel proud of something in your day. If you did nothing all day, but you worked out, like it's just a great thing to like, just feel proud of yourself. Um, and then I was also going to ask you, cause you said you, um, planned your workouts. What did you plan? Did you do like hit workouts or like cardio and where did you kind of know how to, or how did you get the information to plan your workouts from? Yeah, that's actually a really good question because 
I was actually a kinesiology major when I first started my undergrad. So what that is, basically, it's like sports science, sports medicine. It's kind of like your trainer or your coach. So I took this strength and conditioning class kind of for fun. I was like, oh, it'd be fun to take a strength. And I actually ended up loving it. Like it was in a 50 minute class and we worked out the entire time. And in that class, she gave us like workouts that we would do. So we did hit or we did a weightlifting class one day. So honestly, when I first started off, I was doing more powerlifting because then that first year I was powerlifting. So I was doing heavy weight, sticking to the three main lifts. So like squat, deadlift and ch- and like bench press. Mm-hmm. But I, in the past, well, I guess it was over a year now because I, it was during quarantine when I started kind of doing a different kind of workout, mm-hmm. uh, it, um, you know, Chloe Ting ab, you know, yes. stuff. Like I started off doing that during quarantine just because I didn't have access to a gym. Like a lot of people didn't. So I was doing a lot of body weight and hit exercise movements instead. But when I was powerlifting, I noticed my body just really wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. So like a lot of people say, oh, lifting heavy, like it makes you bulky. It makes you kind of look masculine. It doesn't make you bulky and it doesn't make you masculine, but it does make your muscles grow. And if you're not feeling your body correctly and you're not getting enough sleep, like it isn't going to grow in the way that you want it to. So like for me, I didn't have a butt at all, but my quads were getting huge. So pants stopped fitting and it was really honestly, it was hard for me. Like I was really disappointed and kind of frustrated. And I was like, this isn't doing what I want it to do. And that's kind of when I decided to change how I was working out. I added in more cardio, you know, going on walks, doing the stair stepper, just doing the stationary bike. And it was definitely after I started kind of eating a lot healthier, not eating Chick-fil-A like every day, like a lot of college students do. Um, I really noticed like the different type of workout can really affect what your body does and, uh, and like how it changes. Yeah. I love that you said that because I feel like there's such a stigma. It's like, don't go to the gym to like, look good, go there to feel good. And it's like, but if you look good, most of the time you're going to feel good. So I think it's perfectly okay to go to the gym for a certain look, as long as you're keeping in mind that like, your body, like, just be proud of it. Like it's functioning for you, like all things it's doing for you other than the outside appearance. But yeah, like switching your workout, if that doesn't work for you, things like that, like the gym is honestly such a learning experience and it's different for everyone. So I feel like you can't just like follow exactly what one person's doing. You have to find what works for you. Exactly. That was something that I was scared of. I was like, I don't know if I want to switch my workouts just because I'm comfortable with this. And so sometimes it's, you really have to go out of your comfort zone to find what works best for you and for your body. Like, you know, my girlfriend, she, my best friend, she has arthritis, so she can't do certain like workout movements because of her knees. Like it, it just bothers her knees too bad. So like for me, I might be able to do a really intensive leg workout where as she can't, like she just, her body physically can't do that. So it definitely is a learning experience. I'm, I'm happy that you said that because the gym is basically like a classroom. Like you're kind of learning as you go and it's always nice. Like the one thing I'll say to like all your viewers um, is that don't be afraid to make friends at the gym. Like 
people are there to encourage each other. People aren't there to like tear you down. And like, that was the one thing that I kind of had to learn when I was going to the gym. And like, I did make friends there. Like some people would be standing around talking and I would be like, Hey, like, you know, I saw you like a few times or whatever. Don't be, it's like, okay, it's not awkward. I promise. I know you're going to feel awkward, but it's really not. But like for me, just making friends at the gym, it's like a way to encourage others. And like, it helps like encourage you too. Cause then you're a little bit more comfortable because you're like, Oh, I know this person goes at the same time I do every day or on these days a week. But I was going to say something. <laughs> I don't remember. I'll think about it. Yes. And if you can't, like, if you're too afraid to make friends at the gym, I think bringing a friend for a while, like you said, you yes. did with your cheer friend is great. Um, how do you ignore society's standards? Obviously, there's so many like expectations for girls, especially in their bodies. How did you learn to ignore those and just be confident in your own skin? Honestly, it took me a while. Like when I say a while, I'm talking like quite a, quite a few years. Like I dealt with a lot of body shame in high school from others, not super directly, but indirectly. So I really struggled with that in high school and, and going into college, it was kind of different because guys were commenting on my body and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I'm not used to that. And I just, for me, I, I have like a really like weird digestive system, I guess. Like I bloat so bad, like I could eat the smallest thing and I bloat. So like for me, accepting like that, I have that stomach and that body fat right there was really hard. Like it was something that I was like, no, I'm not supposed to have it. And it wasn't until like quarantine, I guess, or like about a year ago when I was finally like, you know what, like my body is designed this way for a reason. Like one day, if I, like, if it's in the, if, if it's in my plan, like to have a child, like that skin is important to be there. Like not everyone is built to be like such as like a, a beautiful skinny toothpick. Like I think it's hard because a lot of it comes from negative self-talk. So if you sit here and you're like, oh, my stomach is so fat or like, oh, my stomach could be so much skinnier. I feel like it like encourages that negative self-talk. So then you continue to do it. But the more you sit there and go, you know what? I am beautiful. My body is beautiful. My skin is beautiful. Like, I feel like it really encourages you to think a lot in a, in a more positive light. Mm -hmm thing that I feel like people don't talk about enough like I noticed my girlfriend doing it the other day I was like you know what stop talking negative about yourself mm -hmm. you're only gonna believe it more the more you talk about yourself negatively that way like my dad is like he has two daughters and my mom so he's like around three women his entire life pretty much so he's always like, y'all are beautiful. Like, don't talk bad about yourself. And it's taken me till almost 22 years old to realize like how important it is to talk positively about yourself. You know, stand in the mirror and be like, I am beautiful. Like my body is perfect just the way it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. I have like a huge mirror in my room and my friends or just people will be like, what do you do? Like stare at yourself. I'm like, yes, I sit there. <laughs> I'm so pretty. My body is amazing. And like, self-affirmations like literally look at yourself and being like I'm yes. so pretty no one can stop me like I'm amazing like they truly work and another thing like going off what you said like our bodies do so much for us and like 
I have the same thing. Like I have like pretty like normal ish proportions in the rest of my body. And so much of my weight goes to my stomach. And finally I was just like, you know what? This is normal one number two. I don't care. Like I love my body and all the things it does for me. Like all the good food I eat goes right to my stomach. Like that's the place like where all the (laughs) happens. Like people need to stop putting down other people. And the saddest part is that the putting down mostly comes from ourselves. So I completely agree. We need to really work on it and like catch ourselves and catch our friends and just be like, no, like that's not true. And I saw this YouTube video. It went viral. Like, I'm not sure how many people seen it, but this guy was kind of explaining the history behind like the society standards and like body types. And the fact Mm -hmm. is that it changes. It used to be like the thing to have a bigger body because that means you were wealthy because you could afford more food. And now it's like, oh, skinny waist, big butt, like slim thick, whatever. And number one, it's so unattainable. It's so unrealistic. And following those things isn't going to get you anywhere unless you're going to the gym and working on it for yourself, not to get the society standards body, but going there to improve your health and your mental health, especially, and stuff like that. So yes. Um, another question I had, um, how has your life improved since you built confidence in the gym? I know you run a social media page and it's like a huge outlet for you now. So how has your life changed since then? Honestly, I can, and I think like my mom of all, my mom is my best friend. And I think she could say, and like pretty much vouch for me that I'm a lot more happy. Like I'm so much more joyful because it is that one outlet. It's just kind of like a boxer going to the boxing ring. Like they just feel so much better afterwards. And like, for me, I love being raw and honest with people. And that's why I use my page as how I use it for is like, you know, when I first started grad school, I didn't work out for three months because I didn't have the time. And I was so depressed and so just bogged down with negative energy because I didn't have an outlet because I went from work to studying to class to bed. And that was like my cycle over and over and over again. And finally being able to like work out again and fitness just being like one of the top pillars in my life has made me not only more confident, but honest with others, like just being real and raw and like truly like learning to love my body and what it does for me. Like that is something that I wish every girl in this world could feel because I hate that like girls feel bad and feel negative about their bodies because you know what? Curvy is beautiful. Skinny is beautiful. Normal is beautiful. Like, and that's something that's hard like my sister, she's bigger than I am. Like she doesn't even really look like my sister. We don't look alike at all, but like she just recently started like working out a lot and like following a fitness journey as well. And she feels so much better and she not might not fit into what society standards say about her, but she's basically like, screw that. Like I am beautiful. And that's what my body is made to be for me. Yes. Like it's just become an outlet for so many people, me especially, and for her as well. And I'm sure for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And fitness, like you said, it's for everyone. Literally my eight-year-old grandparents work out every single day. It's honestly like, it's a release and like, not just physically, but mentally, like it's so important to have some like exercise in your day. And like I said at the beginning, like 
it just gives you something to accomplish. And I love your page and what you're doing because I agree. Like I wish every single young woman and girl out there could know how it feels. And honestly, everyone should just like be confident in your own skin. And it's not talked about enough. The big social media influencers, like they're not influencing how to love yourself and spread positivity. They're most of them are influencing like buy this brand, buy this. And like, here's my perfect little outfit at the beach and my swimsuit. Like that's not real life. Like we need to make it normal. And I'm so glad that like, you're also like striving to like spread that positivity because it's huge. And I think the world needs it, especially during COVID. Oh girl, I 100% agree. I think it's awesome though, because during COVID, I feel like more fitness influencers have been posting like real pictures and like how like sitting posed and like everything. And then it's like, they sit down, they unbutton their pants and then you see like their stomach and it's just like, that's real. Like that's raw. That's what people need to see. It's not all like itty bitty teeny bikinis and like perfect looking bodies. It's just, it's just real life, you know? Exactly. And just the last couple of questions, what are your plans for the future? Like you're doing everything with your social media page. Like What's your ultimate goal? I know you're in grad school right now, but do you have yeah. any like, big goals for the future? Um, honestly, I'm still kind of trying to get through school right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons I went to grad school in the first place is because I didn't want to grow up just yet because I graduated my undergrad a year early. So I'm still just trying to get my foot into the door of like big girl jobs in life. I mean, my fitness journey is something that is like top three, top four in my life. So it's something that in a, in a perfect world, I would want to own a gym and be able to encourage women to come as they are in a perfect world. It would be an all women's gym just so that way it's like women feel comfortable going and they don't have to worry about men being around and because some women just, that, that's like a scary and intimidating thing for them. Like they don't want a guy looking at them while they're working out. And like, I respect that. And I think it's like very admirable for like women to be like, I just don't really want to be around other people like that when I'm working out because some people aren't comfortable with that. Exactly. I respect that. But I think goal wise for me, fitness wise is I've been following this one program. So I'm going to follow them for, follow this program probably for another little bit, but to possibly get my certified trainer uh, mm-hmm. certificate. Um, I've had a few of my really good friends encourage me to do it. So I think it's possible that I'm actually gonna do that this, sometime this summer when I'm taking a break from school. I'll still, have, I'll still be taking classes, but I think it's, it's like a good step into the fitness world for me. It's something I've been passionate about always. So I think me kind of doing that would be like, okay, maybe I can do something more of that in life. Yeah, no, I love that. I 100% believe in you. I think you're the perfect person. And the all women's gym is literally genius. I did not want to go to a public gym for that exact reason. Like at grocery stores or like at the gas station, I'm like really frequently men will like come up to me and like say something or like ask me on a date when I'm like clearly underage and just, <laughs> that. and I'm like, um, I'm so uncomfortable. And people ask me, they're like, why is your like Tali's motivation only for like like girls like what about guys and I'm like well number one I'm a girl so I understand it and also like the real life truth is that girls have that stuff going on way more than guys do they're criticized so much more in the gym so I think it's important for girls to be 
more comfortable. So yeah. I love that. Um, there's literally so much we could talk about. I'll definitely have I to. I know, have for it. real. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I love everything you're doing. I can't wait to see what you do in the future. And I love that you're trying to empower other women to be confident in the gym. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Of course. And then just before we go, I just want to tell all the viewers that this podcast is to help you. So if you have any questions or anything like that, you can message me on Instagram at talia.briar or my motivation account at Talia's Motivation or email me any questions for a future episode at taliabriar1 at gmail.com. Um, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you, Becca, for coming on here. I love talking to you and I'll see you guys next time.